Okay, here we go. After party 47, where we're going to discuss sessions 141, let it fall where it may, 142, changing of the guard, and 143, man about town. Uh, I think I get most of these. What's uh, let it fall where it may? The uh, the trap, the spike scaffolding oh, trap. Yeah. I think it was, oh, it was okay. something that uh, oh. Lena had said in the episode. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Scaffolding, baby. I wasn't sure about that one either. Changing of the guard makes sense. Yeah. And man about town. I assume uh, I assume that's Shaft walking around town. There you go. See all his old buddies. <laughs> right. How egocentric. Gosh. Could be <laughs> Falzerin. Oh, you're right. It could have been Falzerin. He was walking around town. So was Drag. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to jump to that Would conclusion. You, okay, well, <laughs> we could go and name every male in a, in a Dragal. Yes, like, let's. You know. Good. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, why, did, we... why did you say man? Why didn't you just say shaft about town then? It would solve a lot of problems. Because it keep it ambiguous. That's what shaft would do. It's true. Damn skippy. <laughs> All right, so kick us off here. Uh, we were fighting in 141, right? The end of the battle. Yeah, it was the, the latter half of the second wave attack at the tower. Uh, I think it started with everybody, well, nearly everybody getting paralyzed. And Shaft got the living shit cut out of him by the Chimera. <laughs> Three yeah. Yeah. crits. I can't believe you were still standing after that. Like, It did like 74 damage, I think, or something like that. I think I have 87 hit points. I think I was down to like four or something like that. Yeah, I think I remember like four or five or something. I can't imagine like if 95% of Falzerin's HP got dealt in. Oh, wow. Remember, you have more HP than Mia. Relax. No, I know. I'm just saying like, can you imagine if all except for I can imagine. You had to feed me a potion not that long ago. (laughs) Yeah, but it didn't happen that quickly. I don't I tend don't to get to four hit points. I tend to get to like 20 and then I'm down. Four yeah. never really yeah. happens. <laughs> well, next fight, I'll paralyze you. I'll <laughs> throw yeah. a chimera at you and we'll see uh, how, the, how the how the die roll. I, I, I how the cards pass. fall. <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let it fall where it may. <laughs> fall where it may. <laughs> yeah, I don't care for being paralyzed. That's, that's, uh, that wasn't much It's fun. not good. I did feel bad for Bill not getting to participate, basically, in the battle. Yeah. Oh, that is true. Yeah, when we recorded it, Bill was just chilling. Just, I was just observing. Chilling. I was keeping an eye on things. Yeah, he, I mean. Praying for a save. <laughs> waiting for a save. I mean, at least your blink was doing pretty good. I think you blunked about uh, at least probably 70% of the time. So <laughs> 70% of the time, I blunked. Every time. 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah. So the past tense of blinked is blunk. Yeah, that's, yeah. it's canon. It is yep, now. Yep, yep, yep. It's in the flavor text of the spell. It's good for you not to be there, Bill, oh, yeah. when you can't do anything, right? Yes. Yeah, and the same with using the ravens. It wasn't really about worrying about the ravens doing any damage. It was just to give them something else to swipe at rather than me, right? Mm-hmm. Which worked a little bit. But yeah, you you weren't rolling very well with those ravens. Um, it is no. a bonus action to summon your tattoo. So for those that have a <laughs> yep. tattoo left, yep. for future reference, we looked it up afterwards. It does take you a bonus action. 
Um, <laughs> but I mean, it was, you know, as a swarm of Ravens, I think they have like a half a challenge rating or something. In the, in the half yeah. Block. Yeah. But they're, they're still not, I think they're going to come, they're going to work out better than my badger, what I still have. I don't really know how I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> I think the giant badger is like a quarter. So he's not going to do, he's going to be no Barry. That's for sure. <laughs> that, that's right. Who has a tattoo left? Chikara, Chikara? does. I never had one. Yeah. I have an eagle. Oh, where is it? On my shoulder, I believe. <laughs> None is that of your a private, business. <laughs> is that a private question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How dare you? I assume. she knows. Here's the thing. Is it going to fall off <laughs> Yeah, if the scales fall off, it, does yeah. the tattoo fall off? Well, that's a really good question. Yeah. Did you have to pay extra yeah. for the tattoo? Because it's like the scales make it more difficult to... It's uh, just painted on. <laughs> I was just painted. Yeah, it's not actually the needle. It's just he was like, nah, this isn't gonna work on scales. Yeah, he he He's broke painted. a few needles and he was like, I you have a this painted eagle. All right, it's right next to her colaculia or whatever the hell it was called. Dragonborns have them. Yeah, oh, I, I bet dragonborns do have cloacas. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a cloaca. It's more efficient, right? Yeah, right, Shakar. Listener, sure. <laughs> listener, we talked about some things before hitting the record button tonight. Yes, we had an extensive uh, zoological discussion about the anatomy of certain animals. Google it. What does it mean in Latin? Fun fact, in Latin, it means sewer. <laughs> and then yeah. Google it. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. That's what these after parties are for. Educate. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like I uh, something has left or been put into my brain every time we finish. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like a spike. Like like a spike attached to an old decrepit rig of rigging of scaffolding. That yes. <laughs> Mia, you reef on and deal out your ten d ten damage to this horde of orcs and. It worked. Mm. Uh, something something worked. You planned something that worked. <laughs> I'm um I'm grateful that you made it work because like I don't know the orcs could have just turned around because you're the DM. So they're kind of dumb though. So I mean I can't remember. Was there a percentage chance that it was or wasn't going to work? No. Uh, all the orcs, uh, the uh, previously known as orcs, dead orcs, had uh, dex saves to. Avoid oh, some right. damage. Same with the constructs that got caught in it. You basically massacred yeah. the last half of what was left of, of those at the tower. With, they follow. I mean, draft. the plan worked like they followed me. So then I move past it and they're behind me. Boom. But yeah, my stupid storm stays put. My spiritual weapon couldn't do a thing. Waste of spells. I was using all my resources that fight, though, man. Like, there was a certain point where it's. You know, when I was down just a fight ago, it's like, well, you got to use what you have. <laughs> like, Yeah. I, I will say the plan was to take out those two Chimera early as they were flying in. Yeah. But it was sort of like, boom. Yeah. They really got <laughs> there they quickly. Are. Yeah. yeah. Fast. So, yeah. yeah. Plans needed to be adjusted very quickly. We didn't push a sled down the, the middle of the tower that I recall. No. Nope. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> we yeah. didn't use the nets. Did we? We didn't end up using the like special rigging, whatever you call it. Well, the oaken the bolters. Ballista. By the yeah. time like anyone could have manned them, they were like right on top of the tower. Like they got there so fast. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they yeah, they fly very quickly. Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't up there. <laughs> to be honest. 
<laughs> all in all, I, I knew it was, it, was a, it was a good it was a good fight. Had lots of good hits, but I mean, you were successful running off the Niogi that you had. You eventually tracked down and massacred, so nobody, none of them, got back to to the mountains to report anything. Or, I mean, the most humane thing to do, really. <laughs> is to, to, about when we tracked him down to put out the two Niogi that have, haven't yeah. even taken any damage to just right. to put them out of yeah. misery <laughs> don't want them to suffer I tried humane back in barrack okay and I see what's happened what's come of that with these Niogi uh, is this the episode where I revived people yeah you revivified uh, Lance and Hannigan time. right yeah. you almost yes. didn't get to him in time I healed people just, sure we're taking well, your taking you your know, fucking time dude that's I figured we had a whole minute first time riding minute. on a they, broom too they died three rounds ago so you're already halfway through it it's fine they're <laughs> fine you know honestly I should have made you expand the spell slots and have it not work because it was longer than a minute was it really? Oh, for sure. You have to be right on it. Like, a minute's not very long. You're already, like, 20 seconds into it since they died after the combat. And you're sitting around their falls, and you're like, well, well, wait, I have something to say. Please do not <laughs> do not apply this defibrillator. later. I have something to say. Hold on. <laughs> I honestly didn't think that it felt like an in-game minute, I guess. But, yeah, no, you're right. Please pause while I exposit and and yes. uh, I know for me. sure I was um, looking through my spell <laughs> slots available because there weren't many and looking through my spells and seeing right. if it was even prepared. Oh um, I yeah, I think I always have it prepared, but I have been changing spells around. So I did in between uh, rests during this set of three. So it's it's a good one to have prepared. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, I have the other one where we could just put them in the bag of holding, go to sleep relearn the like uh wherever where if they're been dead for 10 days or less i could bring them back oh what level is that five i think it's one of my fifth levels but yeah like if it's 10 days i could still go to sleep or have several rests and like make it happen uh i'll look at that one called something repose or something like that I gotta look well gentle, gentle repose just basically preserves them it's like you're embalming them <laughs> for future resurrection Right, but it, mm. it extends the window of time you have for Revivify, doesn't it? Uh, no, not specifically, but it it it, al- it stops the body from decaying, so you you can get to the resurrection magic. I've raised dead. You return a dead creature you touch to life, provided that it's been dead no longer than ten days. If the soul's both willing and at liberty to rejoin the body, it returns to life with one hit point. Both. Yeah, Shakara's got something like that. <laughs> <laughs> sort of so wait a minute raise dead what's the difference between raise dead and revivify revivify you have to do it within a minute they have to have died yeah. within one it's minute. a lower level spell isn't it yeah that Third sorry level. yeah that's sort of what i meant is that like why would you ever use revivify when raise dead exists but raise dead is a higher level spell yeah raise Dead's a fifth level slot which are hard to come by revivify can't restore any missing body parts so if the soldier's like got an arm chopped off it's still gone Whatever. Can raise dead? Probably uh, not. I don't think so. Neutralizes poisons, cures non-magical diseases. I wasn't uh, aware that there was like a better it spell than revivify. It closes all mortal wounds. Well, there's better spells than raise dead too. Really? Other spells wish. that do different <laughs> things? Wish, wish. I'm only a level 10 cleric, Bill. There's got to be somewhere up from here. Like, 
Bill, you need to play a cleric I next. I didn't peek already. Come on. Be a, a life cleric. Bring out the heals. You think he wants to heal? I don't mind being support. I mean, Falzerin's... I don't know that it's accurate to call him support, but he he hangs back. He's He's not, like, running in, you know, with his axe held up or his sword or whatever. You have an axe? You have a sword? And my axe... No, I'm just saying, like, Falzerin's usually not the center of attention in battle, and that doesn't bother me. Yeah, if you're the center of attention, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, if, Falz, dead. if Falzerin's yeah. the center of attention, something's gone terribly wrong. <laughs> you just hang back and cast that flaming sphere. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Everyone just... around me is dead. I have to think of something brilliant. <laughs> flaming sphere! <laughs> <laughs> Fireball. I could be wrong, but if Bill experienced how fun it is to be powerful and strong like a cleric, I don't know that he'll be so antsy to be healing and support when you can be like chucking. High level lizards are pretty powerful. <laughs> We've talked about the versatility of clerics on here before. That's why cleric is my favorite class because you can do whatever the hell you want with them because they just have so many freaking domains that you can. If you have a character concept but don't know a class, you're going to find a cleric domain that fits with your concept mm-hmm. without having to, to change things all that much, right? Like there's just a lot of flavor to care, uh, to clerics because of all of the domain choices. And obviously you can apply flavor to any class and like make it work, right? Like it's not it's not that much of a stretch, but I don't know. They just – they're – I just – yeah, What's clerics the difference dope. between wizards and sorcerers? Um, just – Ultimately, well, <clears> the, <throat> the answer of... is class. <laughs> at a, I hate. I hate you. <laughs> at a ba- at a like very base level, wizards. Dad joke. Wizards obtain their magic through study and practice. Whereas it wasn't a real question. It was a joke. <laughs> you still trying to answer? <laughs> whereas sorcerers. I hope my mic picked up on. That violent inhale and exhale. <laughs> he has a very this sharp was me intake. Encouraging I got you it. to go on with your sentence, Bill, so that you could actually finish one. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Oh no, Bill! Whoa, that was I'm really backhanded. Sure. <laughs> Holy shit! I was just about to say, Bill wouldn't know encouragement from us if it hit him like a uh, like in the back of the head. Because, <laughs> and like that's why I believe that color right there is why. <laughs> See, when Emily started, I thought she was on my side. <laughs> That's where she gets you, you every time, right? You can't just stamp a, the word encouragement on the back of your hand and then hit somebody with it and no, say it's you're good. Yeah. Encourageable. <laughs> She's very encourageable. Oh, boy. I am about halfway through my whiskey. I read a lot of D&D dad jokes today on the internet when I was recording new intros and stuff, so that's where that came from. Someone keeps emptying my gin and... I- <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Holy crap. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing the reins again here. I'm making a very good animal handling jack, and we're, we're moving forward. Quit touching my cloaca. <laughs> I rolled really well, Bill. You have to let me. <laughs> oh, goodness. Emily. I had... rolled to poop on Leland. <laughs> it's <is> successful. <laughs> Emily, you had uh, you had a private moment with Dreg. Do you want to say anything about it at all? It was lovely. 
<laughs> My suspicions are confirmed. <laughs> it was quite lovely. It was quite lovely. <laughs> hmm. No kiss. John, John and Bill had their own brief conversation to either of you. Would you like to say how lovely it was as well? <laughs> oh, man. It's beyond words, really. <laughs> I feel so left out right now. <laughs> Uh, I don't even remember what we talked about. Leland kicked him <laughs> off mic. We need to have a lovely moment. <laughs> it wasn't uh, It wasn't anything like super impactful. I don't know. I think it was just, yeah, a, a recounting of some information that we wanted to make sure we were straight on. Because John needs to remind Bill about what happened. Uh, yeah. That's very... Well, anymore, I don't know. I think we're both just sort of lost. <laughs> Blind leading the blind. Well, that's not good. Leland just listens and thinks, that leads, that hmm, leads this is what they think, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think we need to do an, an off-mic after-party segment for it. <laughs> I wasn't inviting one. I was just, <laughs> oh, no. I'm just well, commenting case, on the, the progression of the episodes. In that here. case, John. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Bill. I think, uh, I think we need a moment. Uh, I, I thought we said we'd never speak of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens at the tower stays at the tower, just That's like right. just like you call apparently, according to Mia. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, finally, though, we make it to this godforsaken city for the second time for our campaign. The first for Shakara was the only one I think it seems that had not been to the city before. We're here to the Tickly Servants. Paladins everywhere. Things are different. Mm. Yeah. What do you all think of Drakal so far? You saw a bit of a Drakal, actually, quite a bit of Drakal. In uh, yeah, we took a little tour, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was actually fun. In, actually, in I'm, Man I'm, about glad town. That, <laughs> I'm glad that it worked out that way. We kind of got to. I think John had his map open. <laughs> I had all the the locations that I'm aware of written down. <laughs> I think Leland's probably going, what the hell? <laughs> Are we going everywhere? Damn, it's a big city. It is a big city, yeah. I bet your feet are tired. Yeah. No, I, I think it would take a while to walk around. I mean, I'm I'm picturing something like a, you know, maybe not a New York, but a, a large, you know, metropolis yeah. type of thing, right? Yeah. Yep. It you, uh, you, you have a nice walk from one side to the other. You do, yeah, for sure. So far, Shakara is not impressed. She does not like the city. How come? Some guy wanted her to fight, and then there was all this. I can't even think right now. <laughs> you know, I would think that would not be a, a fish man. That would not be an odd <laughs> thing a in a city, right? Nope. What do you have against prawns? Prawns. <laughs> <laughs> you have any, anything really nice? <laughs> My favorite it's character. A, it's a pawn shop. Of course there's nothing nice in there. I think that I like the choice Mia made to be like, yeah, she probably wouldn't have been in this part of town. She probably was mostly uh, by the Pussycat Palace. Yeah, she was. Maybe. Well. Yeah, she was. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so the, I think the important thing here is we don't know, but... Detmer, who was a, a big influence on Drukal, is obviously something's going on there. Yeah, we where's don't know Detmer? What that is yet. Where's Detmer and what is Detmer doing? 
But there's still She's somebody in, the in power because Frank's still there manning the door and Jelly is still there at the bar. And if Detmer's not available or there, then somebody I mean, Detmer could be over. there, but they know someone else has the strings. You know, it's like a for show. And why are there no paladins in, um, what's his name, uh, Lag? Is it Lag's yeah. uh, side District? of the city? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get that it's like kind of the the more grungy part, but is there a reason apart from that, apart from it just being like less nice as to why there's zero paladin presence there? So do, do you think then the paladins have some other motive for occupying the the parts of the city that they're in or the city even in general um wouldn't surprise me yeah the 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 change of the guard with detmer makes me wonder is it because the paladin like is that it do the paladins being there is that what has like either driven detmer out or caused detmer to lose his influence and kind of be dethroned or or what no idea. Interesting. Yeah. I was excited to hear what how Detmer sounds, to be honest. Have have uh, has Detmer spoken on Mike? Yeah, yeah he's, he's talked before, yeah. Oh he has? Okay. Yeah, very, very long like an very, episode. It's been a while. Six. <laughs> oh right. Very yes. long time Chucky ago. was locked inside a cupboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Chucky. right. It was the hunchback in yeah, the Yeah, <laughs> what about if Detmer if Detmer's nowhere to be found, where's Chucky? Well, Chucky's dead because you murdered him. Oh, right, yes. How could I forget? <laughs> we, we did not murder him. It was Bill, like, just don't talk no, until you remember something. If and I then... recall, Charles was running away, and you hunted him down on the Pegasuses and took him out from the air. Mm, I think that's well, true. Well, sometimes you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> I would say it's, it's murder-adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> he needed killing. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Yeah. It, makes, it justifies everything. There are a lot of people in a spar that need killing. Sometimes yeah. you just got to work with them for a while. That's true. Yeah. Wait a second. Okay. True. All right. All right. All right. I didn't say you guys. I mean. Uh, it was heavily gotta, implied. Uh, no, no. I mean, uh, you could talk about everybody we're aligned with right now. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Izzy, Samuel, Shakara. Hey, I didn't say that one, but I thought the jury was still out on Samuel. (laughs) Uh, I think right now he's not a uh, threat. Yeah, he's not a dictator of Aspara. Yeah, but that's what he is going to be. He does. He does look great for his age. He does. I'll Mm. give him that. Yeah, you got to give him that. So anyway, we don't know what happened with Detmer. So that's that's a bad a bad thing potentially. Now Detmer was always I think we've described this on on the recording before. He was always uh f- fair, I think was the way we sort of described Detmer, right? He'd put out a contract or he'd do it and he would pay off, but but he was a fair guy. And I think with Hannah, I don't really think we've ever really talked about Hannah's what we know about Hannah necessarily she's at the ritzy part of town we know that right and she is not one to be you know trifled with i should say right yeah i went through um i went through mia's history that we kind of off miked 
So, like, I cast a zone of truth over Hannah, whether I didn't think she was lying or whatever, but she supplied the Neogis with what they needed. Able bodies. She doesn't know what they do with the bodies. Um, she doesn't choose the people. The Darklings chose the people. And she doesn't know where the people are going. She assumed to the mountains. She wasn't sure. And then who else knows about the Neogi? No one else knows as far as she knows. Their interests are not my interests. So if if Detmer has been replaced by someone who's in line with the Paladins, then that puts Hannah in a unique situation where she's got deals with the Neogi and the Paladins. What if Detmer's be been mind-controlled? I don't think, because Kepley mentioned something about Detmer not not being able to make any deals or anything. Is, if he was mind-controlled, I don't Hannah know Is Hannah with the Paladins, though? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying if... There's three districts in Drakal, right? And if Detmer's been replaced, then, you know, is it... And uh, there are paladins were in the zone where Detmer was. It probably makes sense that it is somebody from that's aligned with the paladins. I don't know. Maybe they're taking their time addressing Hannah's district because they know her dealings with the Neogi and her connections. I mean... Detmer had a contract out for us to go take out the towers. It's not like the paladins are going to be real happy about, you know, dealing with somebody who was doing something to screw up their plans. Oh, yeah, but then we talked about it. It was actually the mayor, right? It wasn't really Detmer. The mayor was paying, but Detmer took the contract, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I'm just thinking through it as we're sitting here talking. Interesting. And it obviously is somebody that's, uh, you know... Frank's still there, and Frank seems concerned and doesn't want... He wants to let Shaft know what's going on, but uh, he's not going to leave his post or say it there. What did you all think of Mr. Kep? I like him. Yeah, I like him too, actually. <laughs> Which one was, was Mr. Kep? <laughs> it, was, it was cool to see Oh, a, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. It was cool to see a... Another halfling? A doorknob that was made for someone Shaft's size. I don't know why Shaft was weary of going in there. Yeah, Shaft was weird with him. I I wasn't. You know what? Yeah. I thought that was interesting as well because you're weird. When Sh- John played Shaft that way, I expected that the interaction between Kepley and Shaft was going to be a Strange. little bit of animosity. Yeah. But then. Mr. Kep seemed exci- uh, happy to see Shaft, and they seemed to be on good terms. So You know, I didn't really know how Leland was going to play it. I wanted to sort of put that out there to see if he was going to go one way or another. It could have been a uh, Han Solo Lando Calrissian thing. It could have been a, you know, uh, it could have been, you know, that little prick or something, him playing it off. Perhaps there's there's been the relationship has been strained at times or whatever in the past. I, I think I just I was just seeing what Leland would do with it. I don't think there was anything anything there. Kepley was a nice little halfling. I liked yeah, his he's a businessman. I liked his response to you know us saying like we're friends and Shaft being weird about it, and he's like, oh yeah yeah yeah. Actually, I said friends. I think Shakara is the one that said acquaintance. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Shakara was a bit reluctant to use the word friends. Shakara's been feeling Jerk. a little attacked lately. I mean, well, through no fault of my own. Right, right, yes. <laughs> of course. 
<laughs> I wonder how does how does Kepley keep things so secure in a city where there's dangers all around? Monsters, magic, mysteries, the unknown. <laughs> I mean, you got a you got a bit of a taste of the varied uh, clientele of his, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you think about the mob bosses and stuff. You know, there's usually that guy that they can all deal with that has that respect of all the different mob bosses kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Kep's a mob boss. No, no, no. I mean, he's just respected amongst the the, uh, elite and the... Right, he's respected amongst the disrespectful. Right. Exactly. And when you're the boss of the bosses, I mean, you're a boss. Well, I don't know he's the boss, but he's... he's, uh, He's an associate or, or or someone who, you know, he has clients from all sides of the... Both sides of the aisle was maybe... Exactly. Yeah, all yeah. sides of the law. Hmm. So why does, why does he like Shaft? Because Shaft's, Shaft's willing on both to pay sides of the for his services, I guess. Shaft went out and procured stuff for him? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. He's got a pretty good business. What What do you think, what would Kepley want that Shaft would get for him? Did Kepley strike you as someone that collects things? They definitely have some kind of arrangement, because Kepley Kepley would ask specifically if Shaft would want to pay for the item, the amulet, if he found it. Yeah, you wonder if, if Kepley, not only does Kepley offer security services for your items to keep them safe, but also... Might have a little bit of a backdoor dealing in like black market kind know, of thing. Yeah, mm. are you trying to? You find- don't live long if you're uh, earned the trust of every mob boss in the city. If you have back dealings. Well, so, I mean, not selling you- anything he's just, he was given to store, but just can procure stuff for people. Information, maybe. He oh, hears I was going to say he could finance he- it. He he hears about this, and he he's willing to tell you about this if. If you're uh, someone who he trusts, or I, I don't know. I would have thought when you said asking him to buy it, maybe Kepley offers loans or things and would finance it. Oh, interesting. Hmm. That could be, yeah. Or he knows exactly how much treasure Shaft has, and he's like a real billionaire, and we just don't even know it. Ooh. <laughs> Shaft, Shaft is a billionaire? Yeah, obviously. I don't need that Brightwood money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Kepley... I like that you finally had a PMC that knew me. Like, yeah. yeah, right, yeah, right. A PMC. Er, er. Kepley. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Tarkov yeah. strikes again. <laughs> PMC. Well, yeah, I mean, Kepley is familiar with the Brightwood family. Sure, I mean, maybe that question was posed because he knew there's a source of money sitting right in front of him. NPC. Apologies. <laughs> It's too late now. Non-pony character? (laughs) (laughs) PMC's from a video game. Sorry, sorry. I think think the thing, the reason he went, Shaft went there, number one, was uh, you don't want to be walking around town asking too many people for the find an amulet, right? I mean, what do you do? You go into a, a town, into a city trying to find a piece of jewelry, essentially, is what we're trying to do. How do you go about that? That has been Shakara's concern for quite a while. Magic. You have to be Magic. careful. You know, you don't just want to go 
shouting at every street corner, hey, I'm looking for this. Right. I mean, what's the ramifications of that? You never find it or you pay a buttload for it. Yeah, exactly. The wrong person finds out that, hey, you know, people are looking for this and they might be willing to pay. And then they acquire it before you do. Hmm. So Shaft, so go to pawn shop. Shaft, <laughs> yeah, Shaft must really uh, trust Kepley. Yeah, I think as you probably have noticed, he doesn't trust a lot of people. So must be a pretty uh, solid guy. Yeah, I mean, Shaft said I I can vouch for Kepley's validity. If you have something that you want to be keep safe with him, is the safest place. Is Kepley your dad? Uncle, brother, cousin? <laughs> brother, cousin? Grandpa? Said the... Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> brother, cousin, you got it! <laughs> <laughs> close-knit family up there in Rockdale. <laughs> I wasn't gonna ask. <laughs> well, you only have so many cloacas of between the six of you. <laughs> I mean, do what you got. Oh it is more efficient. <laughs> People are going to literally at this point stop listening, look up what it is. I think most people are familiar I, with cloacas. Yeah. I yeah. never heard of it till tonight. It's a pretty universally known term. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, okay, okay. So we, we talk about prime, we go to prawns, pawns. Brown's great. Everyone loves them. Will you go to Brown with me? Brown's balls. <laughs> you go to the Brown with me. <laughs> <laughs> Big sign out front. That's, that's pretty we, good. We learn Mia can speak Kuatoa. <laughs> yeah. Kuatoan. <laughs> I, I had fun with that interaction, uh, you know, looking for some jewelry for my girlfriend here. That, that was good. That's actually yeah. really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I th- we, got, we got a little bit of information. I mean, we couldn't find it, but still. This whole fun. day where I followed you around was like the most friendly interaction the two of us have ever had. <laughs> right. <laughs> like the most trust we'd ever shown in each other. <laughs> yeah. What did, what's going through Shakara's mind? I mean, you already said, Emily, that Shakara has been apprehensive about how just how the hell you're going to find this amulet. And here you have the man about town leading you to all these, you know, the cliffside, the cliff's edge inn. You almost get roped into into a, a fight, uh, from f- fights for money, and then you go to this, some useless shop with crap items in it. Well, I mean, Shaft pretty much said, and it, and it was, I think Shakara's feeling like Shaft, and between them and Mia, they probably can find it and she's tolerant for now of what he what shaft needs to do to go around and and put out feelers for it um but i don't know how long her patience with this will last so if you don't get results quick you're gonna advocate for some course of action yeah i don't know i don't even know what what she would do she she doesn't she's never been here she doesn't have any idea how to navigate this city or its people she's never been in any big city would you ever reach out to the coven for guidance well i mean why owe izzy a favor she's i mean shikara is maybe in a coven with izzy but does not trust izzy so would not 
That would be like a, a very last resort, asking her for help. Seems very wise. Could probably and she's never met Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> oh, damn. I was just going to say, I hear she's a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> she has no reason to trust Jessica. So, I mean, she's never met her. She has nothing to do with her, doesn't know but her at all. But you have no reason to not trust Jessica. That's true. <laughs> but you have no reason to not not trust Jessica. <laughs> you have no reason to not 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 trust Jessica. You have to look at it <laughs> we can go all day. Full, okay. <laughs> the coffin's half full. The cauldron empty. is half full. Right. It's you gotta look empty. at it half full. <laughs> now, this is a bit of a a, a um, jump backwards, but I was just look, looking at my notes, and in the last episode, I wanted to bring up the fact that it, it seemed important at the time or or at least worth pointing out that in the 142 changing of the guard when shaft went to go inspect the niogi we didn't talk about this but it was a juvenile niogi and it was also mentioned that it came from the direction of where we had come from like it could have come from alton chick right what are people's thoughts on that cracked eggs and came up through the tunnels yeah but why would it attack the tower it's how would it, it was told to no there's mean, some sort of communication between cities or anyway there's there's ways of relaying messages there's and a neogi runner f- just runs through the tunnels under the ground well i'm guessing delivering messages spells or something but yeah the they have their own marathon internal zoom calls they have zoom calls for area. sure but, but why would you send so from the perspective of the neogi so you've you've sent they got no one else Something else well, that's them. that's my point. Is have they really exhausted all of their? It's not as much of a loss if they lose the younger one. It's not as okay. big of a deal as losing another older one with uh, older mind controlled people that are more deeply entrenched in the mind control. Yeah, I don't, see I don't if know. They're I think ready. they sent out a group. They all died. They didn't report back. So they sent whoever was closest, which was the younger ones, the new fresh ones, just to go check it out. But yeah, am I wrong to say that Alton Chick is the is on the way or easternish? Right, north. it's northeast though. It's yeah, it's e- yeah. it's east northeast from Dracol, yeah. Because you Shaft and Falzern have seen the wagon with eggs and things on your way east, and then Mia knows that there's like a pathway and like a big trade route to Alton Chick. Yeah, I guess my my thought was that. If you've already had pretty significant forces wiped out and didn't come back with any survivors, what would you be hoping to accomplish by sending, in comparison, a very, very weak force to the same location? Are those Neogi able to relay information back, like scouts? Yeah, were they meant to just scout and got caught? Well, let's say they die. They could relay their message before they die. I don't know. If they were meant to be just scouts, then they didn't do a very good job of it. But, I mean, yeah, m- maybe there's some telepathic link, I guess, like you're saying, Elena. But but if if that's the case, then why wouldn't the prior waves with Neogi have been able to have, before they died, say, hey, um, we're being overrun, we're about to lose the battle? Yeah. Right. I don't know. What do you think, Leland? (laughs) (laughs) I think that sometimes the simplest explanation is the explanation. Like they were the closest. I think it's Occam's Razor here. 
The scout is a is a is a good uh Schrodinger's cat though. You can't Well the, I mean them being scouts makes sense. Them being this third wave in attack force doesn't really make sense, like you're saying, because of the size and the, the juvenile nature of one the Yogi and the orcs. I mean I had said also the tattoos looked like freshly uh, anointed, like they had just been like these these mm-hmm. these the young orcs, the adolescent orcs had just been taken over by the Niyogi, um, by the looks of things. So, I don't know. There's lots of reasons that this little baby Niyogi, this poor, poor <laughs> child of a Niyogi. We didn't kill him this time. <laughs> mer- and you're right. Got mercilessly slaughtered by Silas and his crew. <laughs> just don't overthink it. <laughs> I had a bad feeling about Silas from the get-go. Right? And now it's confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that their final destination was the tower maybe they were headed from wherever they were from like tunnels or wherever and they were going to join the people in the mountain had to go past the tower and got caught i guess i kind of assumed that there was an extensive network of underground tunnels which they could have used if they were just hoping to go from point a to point b well yeah safety. unless they were developed in the last Two Maybe the or tunnels months. don't go into the mountain yet because the yeah. mountains are too hard. Maybe the tunnels don't extend quite <laughs> in that that direction or all that way. Yeah, they've been up in the mountains for a long time, and now there's new ones being hatched. Yeah, you've seen you've seen evidence of that in numerous places. Um, and you've also seen like the Umberhulks, how well they can burrow and. Uh, nearly every time you've seen a Niyogi, they've had Umberhulks with them. So I don't think it's not, it doesn't, it's not infeasible for, uh, for, to think that maybe they have tunnels going everywhere. But uh, other than the tunnels under the lakes, the lake, you haven't really seen much evidence of that. Although you have seen the extent of where they reach though. Yeah. Right. Like Mia was tracking on the road and wagons. Like it's, it wasn't underground. Right, Not yeah, both sh- true. True, both Shakara and Mia have experience with them transporting. It's only over in Pisces for a month since yeah. I was last in Altenchik, so that's a good point. Hasn't been that long. They must not have tunnels underground everywhere, or else why would they be? You know, why would Shakara and I Mia? I feel like the tunnel them? project is new, and they're still yeah, building sure. on it. Yeah, yeah. They, they're waiting for the funding and the red tape to get all you know through and all the paperwork to get yeah, through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have to. Survey. They had to have all their neighbors sign City a waiver. Council. It was okay. <laughs> so okay, well, let me ask you this: Environmental you're gonna studies go were not good. right. Yeah. yeah, they had the geological <laughs> geological surveys, the whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> but let me ask you: so your theory of this this tunnel theory, uh, the TT, we'll call it the TT, the TT, <laughs> the TT. <laughs> Those tunnels under the lakes were previously occupied by the cult of Kralakina. So does that does the TT then posit that there was collaboration between the Niyogi and the cult of Kralakina as far as the use of these tunnels? Ah, no. Just happy luck. The tunnels were there. The cult was down in the tunnel. The tunnels were there from something else. The cult found them and were like, hey, look at from these erosion, tunnels. This is cool. Yeah, these will be perfect. Pre-made tunnels. Let's put so some they went here. and they took them over. And then they got slaughtered by some wandering adventurers. And then a Niyogi <laughs> happened to notice, oh, hey, look, what this, what's behind this bush? Oh, look, it's a tunnel. I wonder what's down this way. And they discovered the tunnels and they thought, oh, this is a much better plan than going over ground where we get slaughtered all the time. Let's go under the ground 
and we're much safer. Mm. Mm. Sometimes the and then they happened to notice <laughs> that these umber hawks were very good at digging these tunnels, and they thought, oh, we can mind control them and get them to dig the tunnels where we need to go. Uh, and they just haven't made it to the mountains yet. Schrodinger's razor strikes again. Right. <laughs> Dang. Every single time. Every time I try to shave, I cut myself with it. So, so where do the yogi need to go? Everywhere. <laughs> so the TT also posits that they're going to build tunnels everywhere? Yes. <laughs> this is a very elaborate TT. <laughs> they always are. What else? What else do they have to do, right? <laughs> They always are. I Wait, hope they've got permits. Multiple TTs? What is happening? Oh, man, there's so many TTs. <laughs> I mean, you you wonder, like, if they've connected even a couple um, towns or cities within Aspara. This T to that T. To... With underground tunnels, like, that's a... That could be really useful for them. Are you, are you asking us why the Niyogi are in Aspara? <laughs> perhaps i am i was going to follow up with the question of how long do you think that they have been in the mountains for well long enough for a tat to go bad so i'd say well if we look to mia's backstory like isn't there i'm trying to remember mia's backstory includes (laughs) i love when bill tries to remember (laughs) yeah the smoke's starting to just come out of my ears a little bit if you look closely on my 19th birthday so like a year ago i ran into one but it was definitely not the first of its kind no but wasn't there a recurring event yeah every Every 19 19 years years. yeah so it's been a long time a buddy of mine's grandpa was in World War Two, and he had a tattoo on his arm. And when he went in, in the 80s, I didn't know what the hell it was. So I'm guessing with my experience, about 45 years is, is how long it takes for a tattoo to go. For the tattoo. I don't know what the hell that, what the hell that was. <laughs> We're talking about tattoo. tattoos. That's, how, that's, how, that's the only thing we got to go on is the tattoos. Okay, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe the first event, um, you know, scouts find our planet. Takes 19 more years to get more here than more here. Like, there wasn't thousands of them arriving all at once. So, so the that's my thought, but so it didn't just happen, it didn't just happen when you turn 19. No, like, Um, how do you explore a planet? You don't send your whole population to one planet at a time. Upon Mia's arrival 20 years ago, now there was. Also, sightings of, of like a meteor falling. Yeah. To the planet as well. Yeah. Didn't your backstory say every nineteen years this happens? That means it has to have happened more than twice. Right. That's what I was. That's what I thought I was remembering. On this appointed day, nineteen years ago, what some would call a comet blazed through the night sky and landed just north of Barrack in the forest. So actually. It's only so talking all... about 19 years before me. So, so it's, it's only two. happened twice. Yeah. Okay, so perhaps that was their first contact with our planet, but things haven't They've really had a ramped whole year up to, yeah. until um, within the past year where they've come again in much greater force. Where the hell have they been the first wave been for 19 years? Up in the mountains. 
It's the only thing I can think. North of Berwick is yeah, around. 19, it's like for nineteen years. When did Rugar's dad go missing? That's Not a good that question. Yeah, it, it it wasn't nineteen years. It didn't seem that way. It seemed like it was relatively recent, like within a couple of years, maybe or something like that. I, I don't remember how he described it. Let me call up Stephen Bonacor. Hell no. <laughs> he probably would know. <laughs> I like I like these theories. You're always thinking Nilgi have definitely been in the mountains for a significant amount of time. More than 19 years, but where the hell have they been? I mean, it's not something that Shaft was familiar with, and he knew the mountains very well. So they must have been underground or in caves. Shaft, though, Shaft, you do have knowledge uh, of the degradation of the tribes. Yeah, like the tribal throughout wars. The, you know, the, the past few decades, like you would know of uh, different tribes that basically go extinct that are have gone extinct all oh, that's or been absorbed or taken over from, by other tribes yeah the one tribe getting stronger and stronger and taking out the others yeah they may be getting stronger and stronger because they had neogis uh. hmm. yeah i don't think we knew a full explanation of that hmm. no 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 it's never been yeah discovered or or, or discussed at all or because again we haven't been to the mountains so right well we know that horik's alive and we know that what what was the guy's name that used to be with uh, Clash? Clash. Yeah, you freed he him. Was, he was fighting. Did he? They were they were just fighting against other tribes, right? He never s- specifically said anything about Neogi or anything that no. I recall. Um, I can't recall what exactly he said or if he would have used the word Neogi, but like he was in a cave with other orcs. That got caught by Neogi, so it's not like he was mm. unaware of their existence, right? So, guess I got to go back and listen to those episodes. Yeah, I think that was episode like forty-one, forty-two, maybe. Yeah. There's something about they were banding together against something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they definitely like he was, you know, working with because he his tribe, right? He Clash was the the tribe tribal leader, right? And Horik comes from a different tribe, so the two of them and many other orcs are. Are, are, are as far as you know working together um kind of uh waging guerrilla warfare against any of like wagons and transports full of neogi and stuff that they can find or come across and, or, and can stop basically so they're out there somewhere doing that while we have the paladins now mounting a about to mount a frontal assault and we got Hannah mm. maybe know knows of Neogi and doing something with them or not with the paladins or there's a lot yet to uncover. But we're really close. You guys are all really close to, to <laughs> yeah. we're getting there. Sounds sounds like you're patronizing. Surely and Leland. slowly. <laughs> Speaking of patronizing. Well <laughs> we have a page, patron Best segue ever. <laughs> Wait, I gotta say it into Patreon. Eh, whatever. So, okay, so the Neogi, let's just say Neogi came 19 years ago or 19 years prior to that. They came in, they took over the orc tribe, some of the orc tribes, and they've been slowly building up an, an orc army, per se, for a reason, I assume, just to take over. But they haven't really, in that time period, moved down to the south and attacked 
into the cities that we're aware of. It doesn't there seem that way, been, no. There have been wagons going to Altenschick, though. We, we, we've we not been to Altenschick specifically, so we don't know how bad the city is there. But you've been there within the last 19 years, because you're, what, not even 19 years old, are you? Uh, 16, I believe. Yeah, you're in no. your teens. Or, uh, mid-teens. Yeah, you got to think well, that... 15. I haven't been whatever out here been... yet. God, it's not even been a year yet. You got to think that whatever they've been doing, they've been doing it rather stealthily. Which probably is if you're not looking for it, you wouldn't notice it. Well, okay, yeah. but let's uh, let's say they came 40 years ago. Uh, okay, if, they, if they've landed 40, how many of them landed 40 years ago? How many right. Niyogi are even in the mountains right now? Too many. Sure. That's always going to be the answer, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't take too many to run an army, right? Uh, well, I mean, you don't know the limits of how many, if there is limits of how many a single ne- entities a single single Niyogi can control. Well, we had how many on this attack? There were two Niyogi and how many? There's four uh, Niyogi. Four Niyogi. And oh. about uh, a dozen and a half. Oh, that works. <laughs> <laughs> and two and Chimera. And two Chimera. Yeah. That took three so Niyogi to control. So that's 181 and then two Chimera, right? Is that what we just from it? 118. <laughs> 118. <laughs> Mia had been in Altenchik at least three times in the last year. Basically killing any hatchlings she found, um, questioning people with tattoos, um, figuring out what's going on. And when she ran into Horik, he, the last thing he remembered was being in a battle in the mountains. And then he woke up like in Altenchik, had no idea what was going on. Um, and he was helping me. Uh, track these wagons and stuff, but sometimes there were months in between, like, or at least weeks. You've never told Jeff that, though, right? No. We mentioned so. we knew him, and then we just never actually talked about it. Oh, Mia mentioned that. Or I mentioned knew I knew him. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I mentioned the name Horik. Chef said, oh, and then never said anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what that was. <laughs> I remember that, but I can't remember if something else was going on at the time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't so, know. like, I... at the time, I had helped Alton Schick's guards know to stop the tattooed wagons from coming into the city. And then I was on my way to Pisces. There wasn't any evidence of that going on in um, Pisces for the first week. And then next thing you know, there's a Kraken. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then what do you know? There was a Kraken. Yeah. But when trying to track down Yogi in Drew Call, that's where my friend Annabelle went missing. And we never were able to be reconnected again. Couldn't find her. She was helping me with the Niyogi. What's the TT have to say about that now? Yeah. Does it still hold up? <laughs> After yeah, all the these years, the TT still hold up? There. The Niyogi <laughs> happened to find them and thought, hey, this is a great idea. Still Let's get going, some right? Umbra Hawks, start making the tunnels where we want them to go. Okay. I, I like it. I can get them over that. <laughs> But yeah, the question is how many are in the mountains, actually. Like, I don't know. Mia might know more than I realize about how long the gestation period is. And like, but I don't know how long from hatchling to like adult Neogi is, I don't think. Because you could you could actually try to like figure out, let's say they sent 10 scouts, which is even like a lot. Because it's a lot of people if they sent scouts everywhere. Let's say that then those 10, we like figure out the exponentials of how long gestation is and yada, yada, yada. We could probably figure out how many, but at this point, 
it would be a lot in a year. In in your intro, when the ship crashed, there was only one that survived that wreck, right? Yeah, or did I yeah. that? Yeah, there was a um, was it an Umber Hulk that we killed too? Yeah, you fought me. You fought a, a, a damaged Umber Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm remembering. I let the one guy go. Jerk. <laughs> one guy that you saw, or you're sure there was only one guy. There were other dead Neogis, from what I remember. Yeah, you also, I think, only explored really the one section of the. Yeah, there might have been more. Half I guess. of the ship. Yeah. A lot went on that night. I freaked out. <laughs> like. <laughs> turning into an Asimar. Yeah. Well, okay, that's good. I've had enough of the Neogi theories. We've got enough of the NT now. NTs and the TTs. Mia scries on Hannah. Mm, that's right. Get she a sure little, did. Little glimpse into the Pussycat Palace and its head figure. I have a relative in the pussy right now. You do have a cousin brother in the Pussycat Palace. <laughs> <laughs> All that we know is that it's a male. All we know yeah. is it's a male. Who is it? So, I mean, that that narrows it down, though, to basically your dad or your brother, right? And he's not bald. That's what I was thinking, but I also was like, maybe he'll just say it's a uncle or something. <laughs> Cousin brother. <laughs> but yeah, so it could be Gorbon, my dad, Braun, my brother. Um, I do have a 12-year-old brother. Well, 13 now, Adder. But I wouldn't assume it was him if it looked like a man. So why would Hannah want to have interest in Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Family? Yeah, I'm completely perplexed I, about it that. It could be I many no... things. Money among one of them. To be honest, another reason could be me. Like, she needs me for something. She's got to deal with the paladin some, some. We're like, pretty sure the Neogi have mind-controlled your dad, right? Ye- so maybe the Neogi yeah, did sent send... him there. <gasps> what if it wasn't the Neogi mind-controlling my dad but Hannah or something, and he was forced to respond that way because he was in captive with them? Oh. And that's my dad. You know, like, knife to your throat, say what I tell you to yeah. say. Not not mind-controlled, but... Yeah. Under duress, peril. regardless. Yeah. Ooh. But still, it, boil, it, it boils back to... Well, yeah, what is worse? It boils back to the question, like, what the hell does Hannah want with... Is it me? Is it money? Why would she want you, though? I don't know. Yeah, you but... were just there, what, not that long ago, talking to A couple her. And you left ago. under good terms, right? Yeah. Ish. As far as you know. She knows I know about the Neogi and was hunting it down, basically, for the last year. So if she's in more cahoots with them... Did Hannah have a tattoo on her? No. Not I in don't the, know. Not in the scry. Yeah, no, didn't see anything in the scry. My scry vision? Can I please rerun this episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out in a later episode more more area of her body to see if there's any tattoos i mean <laughs> did we say that she's hot or are you just picturing her hot like Janine? oh she's hot she's i'm hot. saying she's hot yeah, yeah. Okay. i don't know what you're talking about this isn't uh this isn't a uh it hasn't what, been was, released what was yet. geneva geneva scenario that yeah bill just um, imagines her to be another attractive. theory i'll spin <laughs> is that my backstory for Braun, my brother has been 
feeling trapped in Barrack because he's expected to take over the temple and he feels like he didn't choose his own fate. So maybe he ran away or got into something he shouldn't have and then he got apprehended. Hmm, I don't know. Hmm, nothing to do with Neogi but just circumstance. Being in Drew Call, stealing from the wrong person, doing something, who knows. Just like... Just like Chucky, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> Came across a bunch of adventurers on Pegasus and got shot down. Yeah. <laughs> Cold blood. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting Tangled to find web. out, that's for sure. That's for sure, yeah. There's a lot Does he on. have gray hair? That's all we would really need to know, I guess. Oh, is your dad super gray? Yep, super gray. It'd be very obvious. <laughs> <You're full of laughs> Can we watch this rerun again? <laughs> Are you saying they don't have hair dye in in your home in hometown? Yeah, no. The, the barrack, the barrack hair dye. The barricades, the barricades. They don't believe in hair dye. <laughs> barricades. <laughs> Thor outlaws. Barricades yeah. cannot use hair dye. Thor that's a, that's a pivotal aspect of the religion of Thor. <laughs> yeah. No hair that's dye. That's right. <laughs> oh, did I not tell you that they have two different skin colors? Oh shoot, which one was it? <laughs> My brother's a dragonborn. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> Dang. Well, Does he have all his scales? <laughs> That's the question, I guess. <laughs> Does he go by Jessica? What? What? Yeah, so these wrapped up. We, we're waiting to see if Kepley has any information on the uh, amulet. We got to go talk to Frank and find out what happened with the situation with Detmer. And mm-hmm. we're on our way to go see Hannah. So... There's a lot. No, uh, not really on our way to go see Hannah. We're on our way to go to the Pussycat Palace to see if we can figure out. Well, Hannah's a big part yeah, of that. Yeah, you're, you're, you're basically on the threshold without much of a plan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we necessarily want to see Hannah. We'll see how this, sh- this shape plans up. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think you walk <laughs> into the Pussycat Palace without Hannah knowing you're there. That seems like a bad plan. We've kind of hinted at a couple different plans. I'm curious if any listeners are willing to Placing comment bets. on what they think would be a good or a bad plan. If it's something we came up with, it's a bad plan. I wasn't saying I made a great plan. I played it, the plan like Mia would play it. You did. Right. Yes, you did. Yeah. I can't fault you for that. So you were I didn't obviously... know it was, I knew it was terrible. Very distraught <laughs> that you just learned that you're one of your loved ones is your brother potentially father is prostituting themselves at <laughs> the proceed cat palace your dad bro yes. what would thor think of it <laughs> i think thor would love times. it <laughs> for all i know the second they got thrown on the ground they liked it like that i will say i will say so because we have played out what happens next already we've already played that session <laughs> it's gonna be a really good episode um it's gonna be the best episode yet yeah in the best episode in the best pageantry yet <laughs> but i do think i do think mia yeah you're you're playing mia very well i think i mean you've mentioned a lot of times uh elena with the the neogi factor the nf playing on mia's emotions the nf we're, abbre- we're abbreviating everything now so the nf <laughs> Is really influencing the lack of an NT uh, or an NP, a Neogi plan, uh, yeah. or, or a viable Neogi theory. 
So the MP and the NF, not cl they're clashing with the NT, which leaves Mia to be reckless. But yeah, the two uh, things yeah. Mia cares about. Was that clear? Two, yeah, it was clear as mud. And the two things Mia cares about is family and like protecting her family and her her deity and the Neoki. So right, I mean right, right. we gotta we gotta mix. We gotta mix. Perfect oh. storm. Yeah. Yeah, it is a perfect storm. Oh, it's a perfect, perfect storm for me, not for me. Lightning storm. Oh, I know that Mia sh she loves a good plan. And we haven't heard her say I love a good plan in a long time because well. she has not abided by one in a long time. You know what? Maybe Mia adapted when she met the party, and now we're rubbing off on you. Now it's just scaffolding and metal nails and rusty. Look nails. how well that scaffolding worked out. Yeah, that was a plan. See, that's true. That, that's true. I did. I did really when I first started playing Mia emphasize the plan situation, but yeah. Now I'm literally admitting to just following Shaft around the city. It's it's weird what uh, time does, and friendship. Yeah, but I think that's uh. a smart. I think that's a smart move and friendship. Yeah, you're. <laughs> Mia did say you're my friend now, Shaft. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like I forced it on. Was that a guilt bit. trip? <laughs> she wouldn't use me. Yeah, never. <laughs> <laughs> Cast pass without a trace or I'll kill you. I mean, it's. <laughs> I feel like we could do probably a, a party check-in for your characters to to see how they're feeling about the rest of the party. Ah, uh, we haven't done one in a while. I, I man, when was the last time we actually did one? It might have been around the end of chapter two or beginning of I three. Maybe? I don't know. We really need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna abbreviate this to be? This is the the PC. The party check-in. It works okay. perfectly. Alright, PC. <laughs> Wouldn't that be PCI? It would be PCI, yeah. If you want to get technical about the I don't know why we're over it still. It weren't two letters only. We don't go three. Okay, so the PC Jeez. not the Mac. What would Mac have been? Hmm. Yeah, what would Mac have been? <laughs> three letters. <laughs> three letters, so it was out what, automatically. Yeah. You can't choose Mac. Alright. Alright, I mean, let's start with Let's, okay, oh, sorry, go ahead, John. No, no, no. Oh, we're doing this now. We're doing this right now. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about like next after party. No, oh. not next after party. Oh, I'm, I haven't prepared for this. No. I know. That's, That's the best what part. Makes it so fun. <laughs> I'm drunk, damn it. Our I know. Are that was also the best part of why we're going to start with Emily. <laughs> you only start with me. Everything you start She just with had me. a ton of whiskey. We've talked about this. This is, this is beautiful. What is Shik well, I mean Shakara had a very lovely moment with Dreg recently, so what is Shakara's <laughs> thoughts about the party members, where the party lovely. is at, where the where the adventure overall is at, where the predicament that you're in? Like what what is really going through Shakara's head about everything? Goodness, about everything? No, let's um, just do the player check and this is too much to do everything. <laughs> she's in over her head. She doesn't know what the hell's going on. Um, she's unwilling to admit that, never will admit that. Uh, she's collecting people to be beholden to her. She doesn't completely feel at ease anymore with Mia, Shaft, or Falzerin, especially Mia, because Mia seems to be wanting to uphold Shakara to a higher standard than Shakara is capable of holding herself to now. 
Right. A standard, though, that I think Shikara used to feel like she could hold herself to. Yes. That makes it worse. Right. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I make you feel guilty. Yes. That's, and that's falls what a in, cleric um, should do. Just seems to be <laughs> causing trouble for the group, I guess. Falls um, in. He's... He seems to, he can be, he can come through when, um, so at times he can come through with a fireball, whatever. Um, whatever. but like he's constantly, <laughs> constantly Jocomo, getting like, Patreon-y. he's a one trick pony. Oh, I'm sorry I didn't mean to bring up ponies. <laughs> oh, yes, he killed the horses. He's trapped now with Alamar and has that whole deal. He's the one that he's has too the on him. I think that that's the, the kettle calling the bot black there. Whatever, hell that, whatever way that <laughs> yeah. saying goes, it <laughs> doesn't matter which one you are. <laughs> I don't think their relationship ever fully recovered from the Keck incident. The, the QI. Uh. Uh, <laughs> QI. <laughs> QI. <laughs> and I don't know that she ever really trusted Shaft would have her back. Mm. Okay. John? Well, I'm hurt. <laughs> okay, well, here's the thing. Shakara got go STIs. Shakara has STIs. Shaft trust issues. <laughs> Everyone got STIs from him. Yeah, yeah. You need to get STI tested like quite to, regularly. Like throw those around all over the place, yeah. Shaft's known for the STIs, you know what I'm saying? I think uh, from Shaft's perspective, he uh, there's... There's things that he's interested in figuring out, right? I mean, you've, his his main driver, of course, is trying to figure out what happened with Nina, but he's going to need to have the rest of the party and resolve some other things before he can get back to that. And I think he's aware that he's got to play this thing out. Uh, I think he knows that ultimately Shakara is going to be uh, something that's going to have to either go away on her own or have to be dealt with it some in some way and having um, Mia on his side and Falzerin on his side if that ever comes to pass is a necessary situation the three of us can can handle her together I think there, there's definitely a building rift yeah and I think I think we all know it but I think we all also know that at this point in time there's no reason to uh, ignite that flame right now we see you falling apart we see your face changing we know you're changing we know who you're dealing with we know that you're in the coven we've had enough experience with that to know that this is going to be a bad thing at some point in time but uh we've got bigger problems at hand right now and i think he uh ultimately wants to help protect falzerin the best he can um as long as uh you know because he knows that there is he is very powerful he just needs to be sort of pointed at the thing to throw the fireball at, if you know what I mean. He wants to know that he's got the... It's sort of like what he had with um, with uh, Gozer, right? I mean, he has a side... He has the person that's the, the, the power, either it be somebody that just beats him with an axe or somebody that can lay a fireball in, right? So Falserin's his new uh, is 
sort of his uh, his new sidekick. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. trying to avoid saying sidekick in a just world. Shaft would be everyone else's sidekick. If this exactly. is, he's lashing his right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But he doesn't want people to think. You know, you don't want doesn't want to think of it in that level, right? Right, 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 right. Because that ultimately says to the sidekick that I'm better than you. That's right. That's right. And Shaft is much more subtle than that. And I think Mia definitely he's trying to align himself more with with her right now and gain her. It trust. helps when I heal you. It's, well, that's something new that we've just uh, yeah. found out recently that you could heal people. So that's even. A Did you know there's bonus. something called the help action? Jeez. <laughs> uh, Shaft has known about it, but he doesn't like to utilize it very often. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another thing. Shakara is very well, very aware of the fact that she needs Shaft right now, and she doesn't like needing. I mean, you're flopping around all over Jakar like a fish out of water. Shaft gave her like an a prawn, STI. Like a prawn That's out of the shop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you think, does Shakara think that Shaft wants to end her in some way? Do you think he, she thinks that ultimately he, no. you are a danger to him in any any sense? Or why wouldn't I no. just leave you alone once this is all done? That, well, that's, that's her, part of her fear is that you're going to leave her alone when she needs you. Ah. That you're gonna cut and run first chance you get. We're gonna when the tough when the getting gets tough. When yeah, the when the, when the getting it? gets tough. When the getting the gets, going gets tough loose. and the going gets shaft gets right. going. <laughs> the shaft gets going. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's ever made no. He's made no bones about self preservation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean you've been there every battle so far, but you've also had this air of I can leave at any time and I will if I, I don't want think to. I've ever shown Shakara that in any way or necessarily Mia like you never directed it towards them you mean yeah I mean when we were when when the the um place was flooding and I ran to save mm. my life right because I knew I was gonna die that was with um, Bryn, Gozer and, Bryn. and Gozer yeah. and Falzerin. And Falzerin at the time, he, I don't know, he, he was at, yeah, he was inside of a... <laughs> Yeah, he was inside of a mama breathing pod. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bryn was saving his butt. Yeah. yeah. That's that's probably all I have. Okay. AJ? What were the questions again? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the PC. Basically, P- okay, PC. Uh, I also have STIs. Um... Shaft trusts issues, but when it comes to Ducal, our heads are better to like be put together and try to figure it out, and uh, I know that he's the resource I need in the mountains as well. Um, and actually, you know, I think Mia, I gotta remember Mia's not Bryn, so like she's starting to, you know, she called him a friend, which Shikara wouldn't do, and um... Took his direction for scrying and I don't know. I think maybe when it comes to Shaft and Falzer in between the two of them, Mia has more respect for Shaft, unfortunately. Sorry, Falzerin. And I think part of that just stems from, like, in the battle, he's taken 74 points of damage and still standing, like, as a halfling. Like, I don't know. Like, I just... You know, compared to Mr. Blink. And I know here... Okay, so let's move on to Falzerin. So I have a lot of respect for Shaft. um, And I know he 
knows more than he says, but I'm becoming more okay with it. And he's rubbing off on me, whatever. Falls are in, I like, I like as an ape. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, I think that, I think that he's stronger than he thinks he is and needs to play smarter than he is or something. Maybe is not play, but like be smarter as a wizard. Maybe it's how Mia's thinking. Be and maybe she's just comparing with the little knowledge she knows. Like, I know all these spells. I can brush up on this. I can. I have all these spell slots versus... Like, she doesn't maybe know the difference. And I know that spell slots don't exist in real life, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's still a, it's a measurement of your ability. You're thinking he's more powerful than what he's leading? Like, I on, think he has ability, showing? but then doesn't maybe utilize it in battle the way that, like, it could... Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but if I were Mia, I would think I'm throwing fifth-level spell slots left and right and reviving people, and, like, what is he bringing to the table with the spells? He blunked. Mm. <laughs> well, he's, pre he's definitely preserving himself, and I don't mean to say that we walk around knowing how many hit points each other have but he does have more hit points than me yeah but like as warriors you and i are more warriors and we're more up in the right face right of my ac is 20 that he's even blinking yeah that's like dude yeah no my ac is 20 I, re I realize he's in robes i'm not right but like mia as a as a character i play mia where she doesn't quite fully understand what it means to be a wizard and how that makes him different in okay and good ways like, she might just get a little sure. bit more annoyed and be like, just turn into an animal already who can actually beat something to death. That's just right, how her... exactly Sure, exactly that lends to what Emily was just saying. That's the the, the point of commonality or, or the, the, you know, the origin that Shakara and Mia both share, which I think is a lot of the reason why the two of you, your characters bonded originally. And obviously, like Emily has been saying, this divide right. is and this chasm has started to get larger and larger right. between not just the two of you specifically, obviously. Um, I, th I mean, I think that makes sense. The Shakara gap has been there ever since the she listened. The BSG. <laughs> Wait, Shakara. The SG. <laughs> the Shakara gap. Yeah. Uh, the big Shakara gap. Are we already at? Are we at the BSG already? <laughs> the big Shakara gap gap has been there since she listened to Keck, attacked Falzerin, and I had to like put myself in harm's way and be like, "Stop this mess!" Like, right? So, in and then the Coven solidified my feelings of like, I thought we were on the same page, but we must not be. Like, that's, I, that was, like, for sure confirmation of that to Mia. Um, and I think maybe I, like, without hearing how you feel, Emily, I think feeling guilty about not being able to uphold your own standard or my standard is t higher than yours now, that's what I'm trying to do is, like, guilt you and, like, get an emotion and, like, get something out of you that maybe it will reveal your true... Again, you keep saying you're not, you're in the coven not by your own choice and you're, but like, I don't know, maybe I'm trying to get under your skin so maybe some like real true things can be said and I actually believe you are on our side and that kind of thing. So you're the reason our scales are falling off. You, mm. Probably. <laughs> One get under time. your skin, yeah. <laughs> but I do, I do feel like for whatever reason there's like this, yeah, 
Shakara seems like the odd man out still right now. Like, I would easier do a favor for Shaft or Falzer in that kind of balance or that kind of thing. Trust what they tell me. I mean, she's transforming by doing things that are coven-related, as we can tell. Mm-hmm. Like raising dead and things like that. And she's making that choice. Which I think is what's throwing your character, right? Because you asked that and why are you doing that? What are you what are you doing? Right, and I think it comes down to like I've questioned whether she enjoys the power, how much she enjoys it, craves it, desires more of it. Raising the orcs without asking anyone versus me like but waiting for Falzern to speak before I revivify anyone else. Because even raising the dead was weird for me. I was wondering if Mia really would, and I just did it anyway. I don't know. But then that's the other thing, is why, when, since when did we have to ask permission well, from each other to do things? We didn't. Which I, I get. I get. It's a, it's a completely, totally different thing. We didn't, but it was and, like an insight into your thought process as Shikara. Yeah. Where I was like, we're definitely not on the same page. I keep getting that reminder. Right, but that's that's why Shikara got so angry when you said that. It's like, when did, since when did I have to ask your permission? Yeah. When, when are you my boss? No, I'm not. When did that happen? But no, I mean, if if if, we, if it wasn't Shikara, if I was Mia, I totally would have reacted the same way. It's like, what the hell? What what are you doing? This was something like you said like two months ago. You would never have done this. It's really interesting to see how like intense interpersonal relationships can be in D&D. We just talked about it for like 30 minutes. Like that's crazy. I don't know. It it still kind of blows my mind. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's that's the really cool part about role It's playing. all fiction, um, I, but we're yeah. Yeah, but you feel it, right? Which is oh, yeah. which I think is a yeah, testament yeah. to how invested that we are. And hopefully the listeners as invested. But I have a question though for you, Elena then. So you, I mean, Mia and the whole party, like Shakara is adamant about saying, I need to do these things. I know what it's doing to me. I'm not blind. Like, I can see it too. But these are necessary. Like, when she raised the dorks, she was adamant that this is a necessary action for our predicament. Does Mia and I guess the rest of you, Shaft and Falsey, do you all buy that from Shakara? Do you also think that as... You know, again, it depends on your point of view. When I say as terrible as her actions are, are they necessary? Do you all believe that they are to the betterment of your situation, regardless of where the source of them comes from and the effect that it's having on Shakara? It's making her more powerful, which is good now. But ultimately, just like with Alamar, there's probably going to be some point in which it will either have to be dealt with or we'll have to uh, accept what it is and say, yeah, then you can, you can wield that kind of power. As Mia and the character that I am and my alignment and, and deity and that kind of thing, let's say I find a magical item. I use the magical item once it has an effect on my physical appearance. It makes me feel weird but powerful. Do I continue to keep using that knowing that I'm losing myself and who I am and that it's probably not in my alignment? Do I continue to do that? Or do I choose to use other means like my sword or other spells that are not that magical item? I don't know. But that magical item is like three times more powerful than your sword or your hammer. I don't know. That's what I'm, I'm just 
posing like the yeah i mean that's a good analogy for it for sure just posing the question i don't know bill do you believe it's necessary all this stuff is necessary from shikara i'm not completely sold one way or the other to be honest um what a non-answer yeah you ride a... you yeah. ride the fence like you ride he Danny, buddy. he's getting there he's he's getting there <laughs> i have faith in you bill how do you know if i had to lean one way or the other i think it's probably a very very dangerous means to an end and i think it's a little bit like playing with fire because we i i think izzy and her sisters uh, only two of which now uh, we're pretty certain exist. I think they're big trouble. Well, one's dead, so. Well, we're we're pretty confident one's dead. <laughs> <laughs> never say never. Yeah, I think it's it's very dangerous. Yes, uh, Shakar is getting access to some very powerful abilities, but. Um, we're not certain about what what price she's going to be asked to pay down the road for that. It appears her youth. It's concerning. Well, that may be just the tip of the iceberg. So uh, Bill is is very weary. Falzern is as well. Because um, you're the same person. We know this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, Fal... <laughs> To, to move on to what Falzerin thinks about the rest of the party. So, so he's his um, default is to be relatively trusting and naive. And so I think he's getting a bit better with that as his um, exploration around Aspara continues and he gets more and more experienced with things outside of Heracleon. But he still suffers from being a bit gullible and easy to trust people but he's becoming growingly concerned about the company that he's keeping um <laughs> shakara i've already touched on you know it, what's going on with shakara is concerning mia seems to have good intents but she can fly off the handle and um have her judgment clouded um when she gets emotional i think she did a really good job writing denny <laughs> she did stay on the handle uh, flying off retired. the handle <laughs> yeah. her balance was better than I expected <laughs> and Shaft I mean Shaft hasn't really ever given Falzerin a big reason to not trust him but Falzerin also knows that Shaft you know he tends to look out for number one you don't have stis falzerin off mic sti we'll talk about it <laughs> once in a while falzerin has a bit of an itch here and there a shaft trust minor, issue bill shaft a bit of a flare minor rashes a flare <laughs> shaft gives yeah, him a flare nothing up. that a little cream can't fix but yeah no like he knows he's not too stupid to appreciate the fact that um, Shaft does have a history. Maybe Shaft has changed. Maybe Shaft has grown and evolved. But Shaft does have a history of looking out for number one and being willing to make choices um, that may not always be in the best interest of the people he's around if that choice means that it's for self-preservation. Do you think that the added information that you have that 
he is trying to find out uh in trying to help nina has any any difference has that changed your mind on him at all yeah I, like from what falzerin has seen since he's known shaft he's hopeful that there's a, a kernel of goodness in shaft and that you know he's a product of some crappy situations that have happened over his lifetime that have created what shaft is where he he you know is slow to trust people and generally acts on his own interests but falzerin is is really really hoping <laughs> partly for his own sake that that shaft you know deep down has some goodness to him and um when the time comes he would be there um to have falzerin's back because he hasn't given him any reason to believe that he wouldn't be so far. Thus far, Shaft has, you know, put his life in danger for Falzern and for the rest of the party. But, yeah, it's it's becoming more and more complicated, This the party dynamics here. So Falzern, I think, is is becoming more and more concerned about what he's gotten himself into, <laughs> venturing out of Heracleon. Yeah. I just think if you had stayed, you'd probably be dead by now. Probably, yeah. <laughs> All that being said, we're working the best as we ever have together. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think, oh. yeah, despite all of these the STIs flinging around here, the <laughs> party's gelling pretty good. I mean, things are getting done. Progress is being made. I mean, I'm, there are a few. I mean, you you have a, a multiple leads that you can all pursue within the city itself, uh, thanks to Shaf, basically. Thanks to Shaf, right? Like... And uh, and Shaft's knowledge of the city and his background, mm-hmm. so it's a good jumping off point. Leland, what do you think about each one of us? Yeah, what's your thoughts on our oh, characters? That's I, a I never, question, Emily. I never form a, a single biased uh-huh. opinion about any of your characters at any uh-huh. point during the campaign, <laughs> <laughs> except for when you've off mic been like, "Your character is so annoying right now." <laughs> You said that about several of us, I think. I've never heard that. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, as usual, I am uh, deeply in love with all of your characters and the way that you each play them. And I am very excited about the continuing path for each of them. I mean, uh, I I do think that all of your characters are changing because I see the changes. And uh, some of them are, are, are much more subtle than others, obviously. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we can all look like hags. But but I see them, and I see it as an evolution of not just your characters, but an evolution of the show. And with because I, I mean I al- I've always said, and I will continue to say that the show is the four of you and the and the characters that you portray. And as they change and grow, so does the show. In all the positive ways. How is that for a very diplomatic? It's also uh, too uh, nice. Upbeat answer. Kind of like our Patreon only after party. Really nice way to say nothing, Leland. (laughs) He gave us too many compliments. It was weird. If you ever wanted to be a politician, Leland, you've got it down. (laughs) You learned from Bill to not answer. I was going to say, I can ride the fence too, Bill. I just do a little flourish. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fly off the handle. I think... There are just there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that is up in the air right now, and it's I hope some of Not it gets resolved because it's getting really hard to keep 
keep the balls up there. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's take some balls down soon, guys. Yeah, Come let's on. get rid of some. <laughs> let's attack some Keeping balls. the plate spinning. Yeah. Honestly, though, like, the way your characters change and evolve uh, is one of the main reasons that I have no idea what is going to happen next. <laughs> like, I know the places that maybe ends. things will happen, but I don't know what exactly is, is going to happen there. So that's that's what makes it fun for me as well as you. Guess you have to find out next time on the Incredible Party. Party. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good after party. That was fun. I think, uh, yeah, I think I think that we hit on about everything, and there's some really, really cool stuff to come. I can't wait to listen to the next episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited to play next. I have I'm gonna ask each of you off once we're done. And finishes recording. What exactly you all think you're gonna do next? Because I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> and we'll say what happened last time. Happen. Remind us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, how could I forget? Yeah, Bill and Shaft might yeah. remember. Bill and John. I mean, sorry. <laughs> Got STIs <laughs> on the brain. All right, we gotta wrap this one up. Yeah, let's do it. I've been John and Shaft. I've been Emily and the infamous Shakara. <laughs> infamous. <laughs> I'm Elena. I play Mia. <laughs> I've been Bill and Falzern. And I'm Leland Steele. Happy adventure. Like, have sex with a 65-year-old, great. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't recorded, right? No. That was before we hit It recording. is now. <laughs> Look, sometimes you got to just get a laugh for us. Sorry, listener. Hey, yes, that one I was agree. for us. Uh, I bet you regret making that comment, Elena. I, have you noticed that I'm not laughing? I missed what he said. <laughs> so every the recording is everyone laughing and me being like, I missed what he said. Crap. Well, you'll you'll catch it on the playback once it drops. That's right. Dang it! And now there's a comment, and now there's. Okay. Uh...